There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, of course, and today we're checking out some more r slash relationships with updates as well. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider in that like? subscribe maybe that notification bell too hugely helps out the channel and i can never express a difference you really do make so thank you and let's crack on with today's first story much love guys now our first story comes from strawberry bubbly who says co-worker 25 female thinks we 22 female and i guess 20 to 30 female and males are using office politics to bully her i've been a high school I've been a high school girl, so I know bullying in the form of ostracization, but this is not the case. There are no office politics oppressing the victim. More or less, everyone in our office became close-knit about three months ago. We were all in the same training class for a new branch in our company. After finishing training, majority of the people in the office felt comfortable exchanging Facebook info. One person, Kathy, 25 female, told us all she didn't use Facebook. This was a lie because I'd searched her name and found her before she stated this. It was an active and very public account, but I never outed her to the rest of the group. I believed it was her nice way of turning us down. I understood because not everyone is comfortable with work friends on their personal media. Some weeks passed and she lets it slip that she has a Facebook. Something about her dislike about her friend sharing stuff on her feed. She was called out and she admitted she just didn't want to mix business with pleasure. Kathy didn't want work to get mixed with her personal life. Again, we understand. So more months passed and during said months, our group interacted outside of work. We went shopping together, had barbecues, movie nights, drank wine and watched Scandal, etc. And with this came inside jokes, more invitations and emotional connections. Last Monday, Kathy complained to me that our co-workers, Brad and Joey, were having a laugh during break. She, feeling left out, asked what was so funny. They said she just had to be there to get it. She asked them to say it anyway and that she'd probably get it. They did through giggles and when Kathy didn't laugh, they repeated she just had to be there to get it. When Kathy repeated the joke for me, I burst out laughing because it was an inside joke about something that happened at Joey's movie night. Kathy seemed hurt and went back to her desk. Today, during break, Patrice asked our other co-worker, Nancy, what she should bring to the scandal night. This exchange happened in front of me and Kathy. Again, Kathy piped up and asked what they were talking about. They explained that a few of us co-workers were getting together to watch scandal and drink wine, girl talk and stuff. And then they started a conversation about the latest episode. Kathy pulled me to the side and asked if everyone was doing things without her. I told her yes. She asked why she wasn't invited and I explained that it was because she told us she didn't want to mix business with pleasure. She still insisted it was rude not to ask and they were using office politics to bully her. 
she ranted about how she feels victimized and ostracized when she isn't included. How do I explain it to her that not being included is her fault and she can't force people to like and invite her? Edit. Bolded for emphasis since there is some confusion. Kathy has stated she doesn't want co-worker interaction outside of work, not just Facebook. Ever since Kathy found out everyone does interact outside of work, she's been very curious about my texting, on break or after work. She wants to know if I'm texting ex-co-worker or going to ex's co-worker's event. And OP does add the first update, which they must come from the comments. And we'll cover a couple of comments after that because I think it's the best place for it. So the update says, update, is this how I do it? I talk to my co-workers during our time before shift starts. Usually a coffee and donuts thing for everyone. I phrased it so that it seemed like I was hurt by the group talking about scandal night in front of me. They understood and promised to keep that to themselves. I also stated that maybe next time, me and Kathy could go. Nancy was confused and Brad was visually disagreeing and pissed. Apparently, Kathy lied to me about not being invited. Why? I don't know. Nancy sent Kathy a Facebook message weeks ago. Nancy said that she was thinking about having a TV and wine night. She listed a few shows and asked Kathy which she would like to watch. It took Kathy a few days to respond after reading it. In the response, she said she had better things to do than drink cheap wine and watch trash TV. Also, do not message her on Facebook again. I physically saw the message to confirm it wasn't some fake screenshot. I asked Nancy why she didn't tell us about this and she said it would make the workplace hostile. Brad also noted Kathy was a bitch and that I should just check out her Facebook. So I did and like before, it's a very active and public account. Apparently for months, she's been posting status, Kathy's tea, about our workplace. Sometimes venting, sometimes actually harmful statements. One that really bothered Brad was when she took creep shots of everyone and posted that he was a fat N-word, hard R. Something about Tyler Perry. He only found out because one of Kathy's Facebook friends sent it to him. I was also not left out as she posted a direct photo from my own social media and captioned it that I'm a bottle redhead who sets feminists back. There was something about Nancy's scandal night but she called it for desperate soccer mums and wannabe Stepford wives. Brad said he didn't want to tell us because he went to HR and they haven't got back to him yet. But they said though that it counts as cyberbullying. It's her social media but she had her phone on the work floor against the rules. So now I have all this information and confused on what to do. Kathy's been lying to me and very rude herself but why would she lie to me? What's her end game? I have about four hours until my break with Kathy. Should I confront her? And when I was first coming into this one and as I was slowly reading through it, I was kind of like, oh, maybe Kathy is just feeling left out and, you know, she's not dealing with it in the right way. Don't get me wrong, but you know, seeing all your co-workers bonding and having this nice experience, sure, you would feel it on the outside. But then she got to the point of saying, you know, she feels victimized and ostracized when she isn't included or using office politics to bully her. The wording itself there is just totally out there for me i mean if you're trying to get yourself to be included in a group you don't go about it that way i think you just approach them and let your feelings know in a in a more sensible manner i think you're saying is there any chance i could really join you but later on we found out in the update it wasn't the case at all anyway and she'd been sharing all this over on facebook and criticizing and being absolutely disgusting in some cases 
And we do have a further update to this, by the way. But my initial suggestion when you said you got about four hours until my break with Kathy, should I confront her? I wouldn't confront her because this is a workplace issue as well. I think what I would say literally to Kathy is saying, I'm sorry, I can't join you on lunch. I think we should keep our work lives and personal lives completely separate from now on. And then just keep it professional whilst in the office. You don't have to talk to her outside the office at all or anything like that. Just don't create a hostile workplace for now while HR is involved. I can imagine it's very, very tempting to, you know, just let her have it. But at this particular moment, it sounds like she's shooting herself in the foot. And I would just let that continue if I was you. So a couple of comments before that next update from Playgrat18 who says, Whoa, that update. I think I would not bring it up to her as she sounds like the kind of person who is begging for some drama or whatever. I would record any nastiness from Kathy and report it to HR so there's a blowout from her eventually. You have your backside covered. I would just act very professionally towards her now and not extend any friendliness nor make a point of being cold. Just act oblivious to her bitchiness and answer any work-related questions directly and professionally and brush off other comments. Kay says, so are you guys hanging out later? And then you say, sorry, but based on some advice I received from one of my mentors, I'm trying to keep my work and personal life more separated these days. The bit about the mentor just helps her not to assume that's because of her, even though it is. I would also talk to your friends about talking about out-of-work hangouts only through text and outside of the office and about recording any weird or offensive behavior from her in the future. Suck it up says, is this her first job post-college? She may have been told by someone, parents or friends, not to mix work and pleasure and just thought that's what people did in the real world. But now seeing that isn't the case and feels left out. Maybe ask her about it and see what she says. And I just read the update and wow. I usually try to think of situations from the non-poster's point of view. But in this situation, Kathy's definitely not the young, innocent woman I dreamt up in my head. At this point, distance yourself from Kathy. If she says anything, just mention you sim what she posts on Facebook and that you'd rather not be a part of it. I don't think there is much you can do to get her to stop and it will have to come from HR. And some of the comments you might have to take like before the update was posted as well. So Deanie Bob says, I can see things from Kathy's side. When you start at a new office, you're not necessarily friends with everyone right away and you may not want all these new acquaintances privy to your Facebook if you're inherently a private person. But you and your colleagues took that as a I never want to be friends ever and went on to organize events without her and make in-jokes that exclude her, thereby ensuring she could never be friends ever. I believe that you don't mean it maliciously, but from her point of view, it would seem like petty high school ostracizing tactics. And I assume that was before the update was posted. Otherwise, I don't get it. <laughs> and one more from Unksol who says, Kathy's been using you as a flying monkey, an enabler slash minion. Everyone else was onto her bullshit, so she sent you to go feed her ego slash give her details that they wouldn't trust her with. Don't let Kathy use you anymore. Don't feed her any more information. 100% do not let her know. People have seen the Facebook. Don't confront her. Don't let her know about the HR investigation. Don't say anything. Your time as an information source and flying monkey is over. So then OP made an update post which said, so I didn't confront Kathy during break. I didn't even get to decide whether or not I wanted to because as soon as my break started, my supervisor, Linda, approached me. Linda explained that she knew Kathy reached out to me about the office clique. 
Over lunch, she told a story about how something like this happened to her in high school and that Kathy was reaching out to me to be her proxy. As she knows I didn't hold these events, but I should speak on Kathy's behalf. I said I understood when another supervisor, Dan, butted in. Dan said Kathy also told him about the office problem, but he ignored it because he knew she has been invited. They discussed it among themselves and cited that people have used the company email to send out invites. This allowed the supervisor to see the exchanges between everyone. Kathy had been invited and bluntly stated no to several things slash not to waste her time. Linda apologized to me and told me to forget about the Kathy issue, but the core message st- Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Still counts. When I went to the break room, Kathy made a beeline for me. She started questioning me about how my talk with a supervisor went, how together we could take down the ageist office group and that we could get a coffee after work. I lied saying I had a family thing and went home. At home, I checked the Reddit post and went back on Kathy's Facebook. There was a new post about how she was playing a little office prank on the office idiot. People commented her to spill, but she didn't update them. I feel like that was about me. I started screen capping her posts, though only the ones that flat out bullied people. I felt like HR would care about those than any gray areas. Aside from the racist post about Brad, she made a post about a plan to sleep with a married coworker by getting him drunk. All of this has been weird. At work, Kathy is a professional, determined and a little headstrong. But in this field, that's a good thing. She gets good scores and reviews from clients, but now all I see her is her posting vile things about the people I care about, calling it truth tea and running to me like a victim of a make-believe problem. I'm going to avoid her unless we're on a project together. I don't want to be a flying monkey. I don't know what to believe from her anymore. Edit. To answer someone who PN'd me. Yes, I have high function in autism. Yes, people at work know. Edit too. HR emailed me back. They said they were calling Kathy into work this weekend. Since the office isn't open the weekends, it's clear she's in trouble. As advised from an earlier reply, I'm not going to check her Facebook anymore. Though watching the fallout would have been nice slash have a laugh. I would feel petty. I don't think Linda was trying to force me to do anything. She understands that I don't get some social things. If you check out my last post slash replies, I literally said Kathy should just ask to be included. She was just trying to explain in a way I'd understand. I fixed budded to butted, thank you for catching that. And I looked into the term flying monkey and another subreddit came up, RBN. The people described there sound a lot like Kathy. I'm signing out now, so I won't reply until Monday. Sorry. And edit three, 
It looks like she was fired over the weekend. Her desk is empty but dented. I think she put up a fight because some co-workers' desk decor are damaged. I won't be checking her Facebook to see the fallout. I've blocked her and I'm hoping for the best. Now, I never understand. I see like when I used to have Facebook, I'm not on there anymore. I can't be bothered with that sort of stuff. But people that criticize the companies that they work for on their social media, I think, what are you doing? Why would you risk that? There used to be one guy I was friends with on Facebook and he was my previous manager and I explained him, the guy that rolled under the warehouse door, you know, and then got sacked a couple of weeks later. Big drama there. I'll explain it one day if any of you guys are further interested in that. Got a couple of stories from that guy. But at his current workplace, well, I think it is because it's, as I said, it's been about probably a year since I've been on Facebook. But he's constantly making like passive aggressive comments towards his workplace, saying what he's doing or not doing at his work and what he's getting away with. And I think, why would you do that if one of your colleagues, just one, at you as a friend or if your profile is public and they see that one screenshot and that's pretty much your job. Why would you risk that? I just don't understand people who do this sort of stuff. I know people get incredibly frustrated at work, but come on, you need to think logically in these situations. Yes, you can be frustrated, but do not put it on social media. Holy moly. But anyway, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. Went off on there a little bit, didn't I? <laughs> Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's check out another story, shall we? So our next story comes from Bed Hurt and Beyond, who says 27 female, long distance relationship boyfriend, not attracted to me after meeting. I sold my car and used all my savings to move in with my boyfriend, 25 male, in another country. It's the first time we've met in real life. Risky, but he convinced me there was nothing that could make him not love me. I was naive to believe it. Everything seemed great when he picked me up. He was cuddly and happy and we did some sexual stuff, so I figured we were good to go in that department. Later tonight, he says he's not ecstatic about me being here. I chalked it up to stress, but a little while later, he admitted being taken back by my appearance. I guess he thinks I'm fat. All the pics I sent him were unaltered, aside from flattering angles. We also cam some. Nothing upon meeting indicated he felt negatively about me. He called me beautiful over and over and was aroused enough to do sexual things together. Now he wants nothing to do with me, but says we can take it slow and see how it works out. And he says my face is cute and beautiful, etc., but that he doesn't know if he's physically attracted to me. I'm so hurt and confused because I never tried to deceive him. He saw me in real time and he was perfectly happy to get some. I'm his first, maybe that's why. I'm in so much agony now. It's our first night together and we're sleeping in separate beds. I kicked him out because I was so uncomfortable with him in bed with me after all that. I've obviously made a huge mistake. I do take blame for it, but I don't understand why it was fine at first and now not at all. As a side note, I'm not resistant to losing weight. I blew up before being diagnosed with hypothyroidism and have been slowly losing the weight since. In fact, I've lost 15 pounds since I started talking to him. Anyway, I'm not sure how to approach this. He says we can give it a try, but it hurts so much and I'm afraid of putting effort into this if I'm just going to be hurt. Should I collect the fragments of my pride and leave? I love him so much and all of this has me really shaken. In some ways, I didn't want to talk about your initial decision, to, but the first line I was like, what? You said you sold your car and used all your savings to move in with your boyfriend who you've never met before. 
That is absolutely mind-blowing, honestly. And after all that, and you know, him convincing you there was nothing that can make him not love you, and then he says he's not ecstatic about being there, he's taken back by your appearance. And I got to say, if I was in OP's positions, regardless of previous decisions that have been made, and we have an update in a moment, by the way, I don't think I would want to be with that person who's, who's just said to me they're not ecstatic about me being there. They're taken back by my appearance. Oh, he's good enough to say, though, and your face is cute and beautiful, but I don't know if I'm physically attracted to you, though. I mean, would you want to be around that? I certainly wouldn't be, and I'd be thinking about how can I get back home? But Kato rules the world, says, treat it like a gap year. Go out, experience new things, try new stuff, lose the weight you're happy with. Then, at the end... Thank your roommate for his time. Pack up and leave. Devil Guy says in quotes, I sold my car and used all my savings to move in with my boyfriend, 25 male, in another country. It's the first time we've met in real life and then says, Jesus Christ, hope you never make that mistake again. Listen, relationships can be real, long distance, but it's much harder to judge. And you should never, ever, ever, ever do something so precipitous over someone you've never even met. I think you might need some help mentally because this is not the sort of thing balanced people do. Jennifer says this isn't going to get better if you stick around. You might think he's just being blunt, but no, he's being mean and stomping on your self-esteem. You said he's offered you money to help you go back home and has told you that he's not ecstatic about you being there. He doesn't want you there. Girl, go home. Don't let guys who are mean to you put their dick inside of you. It's just a learning experience, not the end of the world. Dusky Gem says, lock up all your personal information, wallet, travel docs, personal papers, book your ticket home and get out now before he breaks more than your heart. No matter how much weight you lose, he will find another reason to undermine your confidence. In addition to you being young and tactless, he may also be an expert in targeting someone's weaknesses and exploiting them. You were a mark, my dear, a target for his amusement. Not the first and certainly not the last. Do not continue to be naive and tell him your plans to leave or express how hurt you are. Book the tickets, pack up your things, block him and leave. Opie replies saying, Probably true. He's picked on more than just my weight, my clothes, my makeup and even how I breathe. I just feel emotionally numb now. And now let's move on to the update to find out what happened next. So the update says, First, I want to thank all of you for your concern and the private messages I've received about this matter. I'm honestly surprised how kind many of you have been and it's good to know that I'm not the only person who's made a colossally stupid decision and survived to tell the tale. There are many I'd like to reply to but simply have not had time. As far as my boyfriend and I are doing, it is up in the air. We've spoken about the matter many times but seem to get nowhere. I've insisted that I just leave and we all leave this mess behind us and move on with our lives but he's reluctant for me to go. He says that he's determined to try and fix this and he's sorry he's been so cruel. I told him I'm not sure I want to fix it as he's hurt me so much already and he shouldn't have to force himself to be attracted to me. He still wants to give it a try and since we'd already planned a trip north together to see friends next week in advance, he wants me to at least stay that long. I'm still on the fence about it. I'm not sure I'll make it till Monday like this unless things improve drastically. To clear up some things, yes we can, yes I do have a visa and I'm here legally. Yes, I am very dumb. No, I do not think I'm in danger of physical abuse. Thanks, everyone. And unfortunately, that is the last update that we had on that post. But what do you guys make of this situation? If you was in OP's position right there, 
what would you have done? Would you have been able to stick around like she's going to for a bit of time to see if it would work? I think the initial comments would put me off it right away, would put me off that relationship. Someone saying that they're not attracted to me, that'd be pretty awful, I think. I don't think I'd want to hang about for that to see if it worked or not. Maybe that's a bad take, I don't know. But that's something that I would do, I'd be out of there. But let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, your love, support, and just getting involved with the channel at Mark Narrations on Twitter. Shameless plug. <laughs> just a huge thank you, and hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, watch my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.